0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Bing-a-dee-bong, bing-a-dee-bong. Is it? Bing-bong, bing-bong, bing-a-dee-bong. It's suggestible time. certainly is. It's
0: the show where we go, hey, listen to this. (laughs) We watch something and we read a book or whatever and you have to listen to us talk about it. My name
1: is Claire Tonti. James Clement is here. Also, we are married and I have a Halloween hangover.
0: Wow, Claire.
1: I know. I didn't even drink anything.
0: Irresponsible.
1: I know it was You're just... a mother. <laughs> it was just raining a lot. We wore a Ninja Turtles outfit. If you want to see it, you should go check it out over on our Instagrams.
0: and also if you are, if you if your family's dressing up as Ninja Turtles characters, make sure you're always standing with them if you're dressed as Casey Jones. Because otherwise everybody thinks you, you're dressed as a murderer.
1: Yes. Well, I guess I he don't... is a murderer. My also. friend did point out there's four of us. Why didn't we just all go as Ninja Turtles? Because Claire,
0: adult ninja turtles costumes, they're of low quality. They're not good, Claire. They're no
1: good. Ah, and you got to
0: wear a jumpsuit. And I April love that jumps- jumpsuit. Oh, my
1: gosh. I loved I'm going to wear that jumpsuit so much. I went as April and it's yellow and it's so beautiful. I loved it so much. Check I might out- just wear
0: it forever now. Why not? Check out Claire's Instagram at Mrs. Sunday Movies.
1: <laughs> no. Is that right? No.
0: Mrs. It- James <laughs> is her That's Instagram it. That's- I don't sure. even have a
1: name anymore. I just get called <laughs> Mrs. James. Claire Tonti, thank you very much. And Yes, I haven't changed my name for very good reasons. Bloody patriarchy it's and true. all the things. I still think it's bullshit. Okay, I'm not going to go on a rant, but I will just slightly. Okay, she's it not going to go on a rant. rant. We're not, she's <laughs> not going on a rant, everybody. So <laughs> we're
0: just gonna we're just gonna jump ahead. Why?
1: Like, I get it. I understand people change the name, and obviously because it's lovely to all have the same surname as yeah. a family, right? I just think it's total bullshit that it's women that are expected to just do it. I agree. It just doesn't make any sense to me anymore, at all. Not even slightly. It used to kind of where I was like, that's lovely. We'll all have the same surname. I didn't even. No, it's who no cares? good. I don't have the same also, surname. Well, so who cares if
0: they got kids. different names? It doesn't matter.
1: I hate it. I it's want just us names. all to have the same surname in it to be my surname. People
0: should be able to change their names to whatever they want, whenever they want, or whatever. Yes. Be called anything, and well, who cares? Exactly.
1: Anyway, let's moving right along. Let's moving right along. <laughs> uh, no, of course, um,
0: now we've, we're, we're into the segment of the show where you tell us about Project Hail Mary, a book that you've been reading for the past all right. several weeks.
1: Update. Update, everyone. i purchased it. I purchased it. On I know because I got the receipts.
0: <laughs> I got the email.
1: It's there. So as I said, it's a journey. It's a process. It's a vibe. It's Mabo. <laughs> you, it's you're, coming. You're comparing. It's coming. I'm, comparing I'm making slow you're progress. you reading Project Hail Mary Timing to construct. Indigenous
0: rights in Australia with no, the word Mabo. No, I was
1: referencing the wonderful no, Australian Claire, movie The, the Castle. No, Claire, that's in poor taste. That's in poor taste. I didn't mean that. I was referencing The Castle. You know, where he's like, It's the vibe. I'm
0: cancelling you, Claire. Oh Lord. That's right.
1: Good. Then I could go back to bed. I'm very tired today. <laughs> you shouldn't
0: have drunk so much.
1: I didn't drink anything. It was just I got very excited and I had two different parties to go to. And when I get really excited, I get an excited hangover because I was so enthusiastic and so excited about the costume. And then and then I got to bed and I didn't really sleep.
0: I've never um I had get an so excited, excited by hangover. Things. I don't get excited. So I've just got I'm just the <laughs> That's same. I'm bloody so, true. <laughs> just like yeah. I'm just like this. So this all the time. And I'm tired. So it's this and then I'm more, I'm more tired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So
1: your baseline is me on a very bad day. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, anyway, I don't know if anyone else relates to this, but sometimes I get so excited that the next day I get small muscles <laughs> from how excited I, I was about my get that from doing chin-ups,
0: Claire, and doing oh, squats and deadlifts. I don't
1: even need to do that. I just use my enthusiasm. Oh. gyms are overrated. <laughs> overrated i think
0: all the best bodybuilders don't even lift weights they're just incredibly enthusiastic and yes. they're just buzzing like a It's like Arnie,
1: arnie's very enthusiastic about it's true. life he, about eggs apparently loves eggs loves
0: eggs loves protein he did say milk was for babies he did say that once milk is for babies that's what he i said love that. how he says babies Babies. He doesn't say it like that. Babies. That's, That's how he you. Says it. <laughs> No, he doesn't. That's how you imagine he said how it. How does he say babies then? I don't know. Babies. I don't babies. know.
1: He would have to say it. Babies. Something I'm a... going to Google him saying babies. Okay,
0: fine. During Google the show, him saying I'll babies. I'll look for it.
1: All right. While you're doing that, can I talk about my next thing? I would love my to. My first thing? All right. Okay. So I am really excited to talk about a music thing because you know what I'm like. I'm in my enthusiasm for music vibe currently and I found a new artist well she's not new she's been around for a very long time I love her her name is Casey I'll start that again I've got Casey from the Ninja Turtles in my head from you what's his last name Jones Jones that's right Um, No, her name is Kathy Davey. Now, Kathy Davey was born in 1979 and is an Irish singer-songwriter. She has released one extended play, Come Over, in 2004 and four albums since then, my favourite of which is one called The Nameless that she released in 2010. Oh. Yes, she's so amazing. Her second album garnered her 2007 Choice Music Prize nomination and the 2008 Media Award for Best Irish Female and Spawned, a number of successful singles including Ruben, Moving and Sing for Your Supper. The Nameless, which is my favourite one, was the top-selling album in Ireland upon the week of its release, and it was also nominated for the Choice Music Prize. Now, she was born in Dublin and is the daughter of composer Sean Davey and sculptor Agnes Conway. And at the age of 10, she moved with her mother to Wiltshire, where they lived for several years, and on their return to Dublin, they settled in Monkstown, where Davey spent the rest of her teenage years. And she's just an incredible person. Do you know what she does now? I What's love that? it so much. She and her partner, Neil Hannon of the Divine Comedy, live in Kildare. And Davy is an animal lover and has an animal rescue charity called My Lovely Horse Rescue, which she has then grown into being My Lovely Pig Rescue. And her oh, Instagram good. is now very much not music and mainly rescuing pigs.
0: Well, pigs are better than horses.
1: Yeah, they. Yeah, I. Yeah, are they? I yeah. love horses. You really hate horses. Why right? do you hate horses. horses? I just
0: want them to get out of my business. All mm, right.
1: Anyway, I'll talk about her music now. I just sort of t- talked a little bit about who she. What is. What do you want me so,
0: to say while you're doing this? Um,
1: just how much you hate horses and love pigs. No worries. <laughs> what? So many reasons. I don't anyway, even love
0: pigs. I'm just like very
1: terrified. Remember that time when the horse escaped and I was pregnant and you freaked out and I had to get the horse back into the paddock. I don't know how to handle a horse, Claire. It's like a dog that can <laughs> kick you through the fucking head. <laughs> I don't like it. They're so horsey and beautiful. No, they're not They good. sense your weird energy and then they, they freak do out sweet, around they you. They do sense my weird energy. It's like energy. birds as That's well. That's because
0: I'm sensing their weird energy.
1: They don't have weird energy. They're beautiful. They're very intuitive horses. People use horses for therapy.
0: Yeah? you they're know, very intuitive. Some people use therapists for therapy, you know, but each to their yeah. own.
1: Yeah. Well, I encourage everyone to seek therapy from whoever and whatever they can. Okay. Anyway, back to Cathy Davey. My favorite song on the album The Nameless is a song called Lay Your Hand. And it's just I cannot explain her sound. I guess it's a little bit Ingrid Michaelson. It's just, I don't know, maybe a bit fronte. She's just got this beautiful vocal quality, but that song Lay Your Hand builds with this incredible string section and over the course of the song just becomes this kind of glorious sweeping melody and it's about desire and love and that kind of – I love songs that describe – a really specific feeling. Okay. Because you know I'm all about emotions and feelings. Sure. But not like, oh, this is a song about happiness. This one's about desire but about that really minute feeling between like when you desire something and the actual getting of it. So right. it's, you know, like when you meet someone or that kind of, yeah, it's that opening, beginning of a, of a relationship Yeah, before you, talking, you
0: know. Are you talking like a like a romantic relationship or just any relationship? Well, this one is a romantic like, one. This person's great. Yeah. Love hanging out.
1: But you don't know whether they think the same. You know mm. that, that specific feeling? That's when you ask
0: them straight away. <laughs> you're like, do you think we could have been married? Do you, can, do you <laughs> one day you could – do we get married and have kids, have a bunch of kids Good. together?
1: It's Not weird at all. No, it's fine. totally fine. Just bail up somebody who works at your local cafe. I had a friend who like had, a friend who had a, uh, someone on a, um, a date she met on Tinder ask her that on the first date. If what? You're like, this is going very well. Do you think we'd have kids one day and get married? Would you like to go? And he asked her as well, would she like to go on a cruise with him? Whoa. First date, an hour in. I know. And they were going up for dinner. And he drove. I don't know how, why she did this, but she did nah, Always didn't get have a your car. own transportation, right? no never good. meet at your home. Correct. Always Dangerous. go to a public-ish place. I know. Yeah. And so she just went on one date and then later on she was at her local supermarket and he lived like an hour away and he just was there at the supermarket with like of orange juice well, that could have been thing. a coincidence. So weird. <laughs> Definitely not. And he was like, oh, what a coincidence I meet you here at the local woolly supermarket when he lives an hour away at like 7 p.m. on a Monday night. That's insane. It was really crazy. Anyway, did they anyway, get married? Yeah, we'll be careful out there. Yes, they have fully arrived. That's great. No, That's not good. at all. Anyway, well, those the,
0: we've made we talked about this. That's the stories of like people from... More previous generations, but I guess it does happen now where it's like, yeah, I I bothered your grandma for four years. And then eventually (laughs) she was like, fine. And she was 16 and I was, I was 28 I was twenty eight. So crazy. married.
1: It's so bad. And then they then, – <laughs> That's know,
0: not like, my grandparents' sister. No, out. it's not.
1: But there is, there's there's a lot of things that people put up with, particularly women. Yeah. Shall we go into well, that? Well, these no. people
0: used to change their names, which is what it should be. Oh, you God. know? And everyone agrees it's just, with me.
1: It's so weird to me. It's just occurred to me recently how weird it is. Like we all just accept the fact that women grow up with a name and then as soon as they get married, like, oh, no, I'll take my husband's name. Yeah. So I n- understand Keep your people name, do unless it. Unless your name
0: sucks. Unless and your also, name is –
1: like, Jessica Adolf
0: Hitler. It's then just you should change
1: it. I understand why people do it, and I and it's totally fine if you have done it. It's just it's such a weird thing we've all just accepted that yeah. that's the way it is.
0: And you know, it's in really hindsight, I would me. just I would totally change my name, like a hyphenated noun names or whatever. Like I've I don't been care. thinking about I'll, that a
1: lot actually because our kids it. don't have. I own, don't care. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. Anyway, back to Kathy Davies. So yeah, if you listen to one song from the Nameless, I would say Lay Your Hand. It's just. It's so glorious, and because you know I'm really into songwriting at the moment with this album, I've been listening to artists where it's just getting very, very specific. Yeah. And I guess that's a writing skill in general, being able to describe. And the thing I love about music is not only you describing a specific moment or feeling, you're then creating this whole energy and sound around that feeling. Yeah. So it kind of takes you away on a journey while listening by listening to that piece of music and that's what i find really fascinating do you have a song like that
0: probably but i'd have to think about it
1: alex lloyd i do like
0: alex lloyd yeah. but i wouldn't say that would be like
1: one like that yeah. the one from our wedding come and get your love by Redbone yeah. is is kind of
0: which i was going to say um, i was going to say but that was before guardians of the galaxy but i don't maybe it
1: wasn't no it wasn't it definitely wasn't no, because no, you we got he, married in 2014. No, it came out and then you played that song to me so many times and yeah. you loved that album. Remember we were dancing around in our flat to it.
0: Oh, our well, flat but we yeah. were happy. Yeah.
1: You only really like music that comes. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> that I mean like music when someone's like, "This is in a movie." I'm like, oh, it's in a movie. Yeah, it must be a good Genuinely, song. Genuinely,
1: all your song references, most of them come from films. Which there's nothing wrong with or that television. either, because they're usually really great theme songs and really great.
0: That's true. Like they're, the so, they're Turtles chosen Turtles
1: for TV and film for a very good reason. Mm. The other one I love is the one we did our wedding nets to. If I should fall, that cover by Dion.
0: That's true, and that is not from a movie. A movie. That is from no. Ah. That's from a podcast. That's from a Stephen Tobolowski's podcast. He played it on it, which is a great podcast. you found it? it? I
1: actually didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah.
0: that. It's a, it's a Springsteen song, I think. It is a Springsteen yeah. Spring
1: song, yeah, because you can't find that version on Spotify. You no. can only get it on YouTube. Yeah. But it's just, oh, it's glorious. So go look up that song, actually. That's what we danced I to. I don't here. need to look it up, Claire. I know it's that song. Telling you, I'm I introduced telling you listeners. to that song. Do you know, James, there's not just two of us in the room. There's all these other legends out there who are listening, who we think who are excellent. And there's little James
0: under the table. <laughs> Are you yeah. with this Little
1: James? I am because you played it to me while I was brushing my teeth the other night and laughed along, as you do, to your own jokes.
0: <laughs> it wasn't my joke. It was a collective joke. Also, Little James is not a joke. Isn't that right, Little James? Yeah. <laughs> there here. he is.
1: Hi, Little James. Oh,
0: he's put his headphones back in. Oh, I don't know what he's up to. He's knows? not listening to this show, but I don't trust him. <laughs> I'll never tell him that,
1: though. Maybe he's listening to a song that describes a specific feeling. No, I'm
0: not. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. He's not.
1: Oh, he's not. He's not into music, Little James. No. Oh, little James! I have a question for you later. What, what? are you doing tonight after dinner? I'm busy. <laughs> are you too busy for me? Yes. Oh. I'm sharpening knives. Oh no! <laughs> I just have a fantasy about you and little James <laughs> together.
0: Little James, no, it's not happening. Little, a little oh, version God. of me leaping about. I don't want to do that.
1: Okay, this got way too creepy. I'm so sorry. We could take you can that blame out, Collins. Take this out. It's no good. Anyway, so that's my recommendation, The Nameless by Kathy Davey, who's a pig rescuer and also an amazing artist. Love her. Amazing. So cool. And Irish. And we know we have some amazing Irish listeners out there. Name one. Um,
0: Declan O'Shaughnessy. Perfect. Okay, now I know we wanted to find out whether Arnold could, how Arnold says babies. Yes. And I have found that. Here's a clip.
1: All right. Okay, wait. Before you play it, I'm going to say how I think it sounds, okay? Okay. Babies. All right. Yeah. Okay, he's holding (laughs) a baby. That's not him saying babies. a weird dream where he's looking at his own face. That's
0: the movie Junior Claire. But
1: surely, but surely he would say baby in that movie. No, I,
0: that's just a clip I found. I do actually have it, but I've used uh, a fake you, what's so called? Fake you, where it uh, synthesizes speech.
1: Oh, that's and very I've clever. How did you do that while I was talking about Kathy Davy? Mm,
0: I'm just really good at doing useless things. Oh, <laughs> babies, babies,
1: babies. That's very close. Babies. No, it's not close. That at is door. very You're close. Babies. Babies. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's he saying it. Babies. That's very close. Also,
0: that is to be fair. That is synthesized space.
1: Exactly. He would definitely have a little bit more air in it.
0: He wouldn't. I'll be back. See. I'll be babies. babies. It's the same. No, it's not. Oh,
1: excellent! I'm really good. I'm. I am. really glad. i am i am i am satisfied. We can finish now. If I smoked, I'd have a cigarette. That was great. Great. Okay, go on with your own, your recommendation. What sad thing are you telling us about this week?
0: Great question, Claire. This is actually a movie. Mm. It's called The Good Nurse. It's directed by Tobias Lindholm and it's Ooh. written by Christy Norma Leslie. Excellent. Uh, it stars Jessica Chastain and Edward Redmayne, Ooh. who you might know from- That rhymes. Uh, you know, the various movies and properties. Mm-hmm. He's he's the magical goof in the magical beast movies. Mm-hmm. She's in various things. She's good. Anyway, so it's about a nurse played by Jessica Chast- Chastain. She has a heart condition. She needs health insurance, right? But she's a few months out before the health insurance will kick in. So she's working all these shifts. She's got kids at home. She's a single mother, right? But she's like, God damn, I need this heart transplant. But I, if I leave, I can't pay for the heart transplant, right? Mm. Anyway, a new nurse starts by the name of Edward Redmain, And he's great. And he's like, I'm going to help you through this. You know, we're friends, you know, I can keep this secret. He looks after her kids and all of that because if they find out that she needs a heart transplant, they're not going to let her work in the hospital because that is obviously a liability. It speaks to a larger problem with, you know, healthcare being tied directly to employment. That's a whole other issue, Claire, that I won't <laughs> get into, but I do not like it. Anyway, at the hospital, people start mysteriously dying, just like, they'll just like the systems will like fry and then they'll like flatline. And they're like, what's going on? Why are these people? We didn't normally have this many code, codes going on in the hospital. Anyways, it turns out that this is a true story about these two real people that this happened to. And the Ed, Eddie Redmayne character, it seems, is going hospital, hospital to hospital, putting insulin in IV bags and just randomly killing patients. Oh. And so it's about her first of all discovering whether this is true And then kind of helping with an FBI sting operation to catch this guy because he's never – he's not hands-on killing people. He's just randomly killing people. Mm. And also he's been able to go hospital to hospital. There's always like a spike in incidents and then like there's some suspicions and he'll move on and hospitals to cover themselves have never – he went through dozens of hospitals just doing this. But they, you know, to to keep their – you know, to keep having to pay off people they don't. They don't acknowledge this. They just quietly move him on to a different place. So he may have done it hundreds of times. They don't know. They got him. He's in jail now. Again, this is a true story. But it's about this this story unfolding and these two people. And it has taken some liberties. In real life she did have a heart condition but it wasn't to the point where she needed a... Um, transplant. Transplant. But, no, she did help catch this guy mm-hmm. who did this. Uh, it's on Netflix so it's free, Claire. Yes. Because if you're using it in someone else's account, obviously... And it's absolutely well worth uh, checking out. It's really good. It's called The Good Nurse. Um, it's, you know, it's the length of a movie. How long is a movie? How
1: long is a movie? Hour and a half. Yeah,
0: it's probably a bit, maybe a bit more than that.
1: Two hours.
0: Yeah, it's probably about two long hours. Long time. Yeah, maybe a bit in Just between sit that. sit for a long time to yeah. watch a movie. But it's great. Really good. You might even like a Claire. Ooh. It's not like you don't see people like, you know, getting stabbed and coughing up blood and losing yeah, limbs and that. Yeah, don't like that. Yeah, it's more horrific because it's like, it's a real person <sighs> who did this. For some reason. So awful. It yeah. freaks me out.
1: Because so, people are so vulnerable in the hospital setting, yeah. right, in, in just in the medical setting in general. It's like that horrible one with um, Jonathan Taylor. What's his face? You know the guy from Daw- um, Dawson's Creek who, who played Oh, yeah. Surgeon? Is that Pacey you're talking Pacey, about? Pacey. What's, what's it was, his? It um, Joshua his? Jackson. Yeah, I was going to call him Justin, Jonathan John Taylor John Thomas.
0: John Jackson. Jackson. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's just that same thing. Yeah, it's, it is. It's that same people vibe. People are yeah. so vulnerable and yeah. – uh, and out, especially and if someone about, who's had a lot of surgery. It's and so
0: and stuff. What's so strange about this is, like, you couldn't even argue it's for, like, euthanasia or, you know, to stop people in pain because he just killed a bunch of people who mm. were going to, were in hospital for various ailments. Yeah. And, he, and he's just killing people. And it also, because, like, it's not targeted, it's just random. God. Yeah.
1: So awful. Yeah. Yeah. There's some real no, nice people out yeah, there. Yeah. So
0: he's going to be in jail till, like, the 2400 something. Yeah. Amazing. So. so forever. As long as, yeah, as, long as he uh, doesn't live that long, we should be all right.
1: Correct. Mm. Exactly. All right. Okay. Can I talk about. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices is that my thing now? I don't know, Claire. It depends what it is. Right. I might so I want to talk about Sally Hepworth. I've talked about her before. Oh, wow. Didn't you She's interview her a, Sally Hepworth I did. Hepworth's I did name? an interview with her last week that's coming out this Friday. Seems like some shameless um, self-promotion. It totally is. Isn't that right, little James? It is. Oh, yeah. Leave her alone. Oh, okay. I'll talk to you later, Perfect. little James.
0: Yeah, um, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> All right, so she's a New York Times bestselling author of The Family Next Door and The Mother-in-Law and two of my favourite books, um, The Younger Wife and the most recent one that's just come out, The Soulmate. So you can now purchase that and I Ooh. love that book. It's a real page turner It's about a family who moved to live on a clifftop that turns out to be a, um, a suicide spot. Oh, and you talked about partner, this. Yes, yeah, yes, and yes. her partner ends up um, saving people's lives and stopping them from jumping until one day he doesn't. Yeah. And actually what I love about it... The the tagline is it's a story that she wrote during lockdown about marriage and murder. <laughs> yeah. Because she feels like a lot of people needed to hear that. Yeah. At that particular time, so I loved that as well. Um, the reason I brought it up is because of our discussion last week, I think it was last week, about Heartbreak High and Chloe Hayden, who is an actor and an activist for people with autism and ADHD.
0: Yeah. And
1: she plays the role of Quinny in Heartbreak High. And so beautifully does so in a really authentic way, which I think we talked about. Often representations of autism have not been very accurate. Or getting definitely getting
0: before. better, but yeah, they are.
1: Yeah. yeah, but even the fact that she is autistic and plays an autistic person in that TV show is wonderful. <laughs> the dog is at the door. Yeah, but the one
0: who who's a, is an absolute menace. menace yeah. Stay
1: out there. Oh my, so annoying. Well, this is about it. As my son said this morning, why did you ever get a puppy? And I said, mate, people sometimes make bad choices. That's true. However, we have to. You should love have said, her.
0: like having kids, we got
1: you. <laughs> no, I mean maybe no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, no, the good. reason I, I bring up Chloe um, and her representation of Quinny is because um, Sally Hepworth wrote a book a little while ago called The Good Sister, and I'll just tell you the premise of it first. um, The story is about a woman called Fern Castle who works in her local library and she is autistic. She has dinner with her twin sister Rose three nights a week and avoids crowds, bright lights and loud noises as much as possible. Fern has a carefully constructed life and disrupting her routine can be dangerous. Mm. When Rose discovers that she cannot fall pregnant, Fern sees her chance to pay her sister back for everything Rose has done for her. Fern can have a baby for Rose. She just needs to find a father simple. So Fern's mission will shake the foundations of the life she has carefully built for herself and stir up dark secrets from the past in this quirky, rich and shocking story of unexpected love. My goodness. And the reason I bring that up is because Sally Hepworth talks a little bit about this particular story and the character of Fern because it's based on people in her life that really do have autism. And I think it's a really much more accurate representation Right, of autism, okay. or a particular person's story of autism. So that's one thing I wanted to recommend is that book. And I also wanted to go a bit further because Sally is just a. Ray of sunshine, and Collins just finished editing the episode and even sent me a message and said, Gosh, this is an amazing episode! And oh, she is so wonderful. That's nice. He's never said that to me, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he was so lovely about it. You can't it. say it now either. Collins was now, Oh, no, you're just saying
0: it because I said this.
1: <laughs> anyway, I just I loved the episode. One of the other reasons it's really special is um, Sally Hepworth has ADHD, yeah. And we talk about her diagnosis in that and her pathway to diagnosis, and a lot of the things that she talked about made me cry. <laughs> And I, why I bring this up is because I'm, I haven't been diagnosed with the ADHD. Yeah. But it's something that I've been thinking about a lot because of oh, just a lot of things in my life and the way my brain works. Yeah. yeah. Um. And a lot of the things to do with ADHD have started to make started to make me understand myself a lot more. So, mm. I share that with Sally in the episode. I actually get really emotional about it, and I just wanted to encourage you to go and listen to it because it's a real celebration of neurodivergence as well and okay. people whose brains work differently. And I think for me it solidified some things about why I do the things that I do in my life and it's encouraging me to go and seek some medical help and go and talk to a GP and just yeah. go on the pathway to find out whether some of the things that I experience in my life are due to ADHD or maybe They're just my own unique quirks, and I don't know. But
0: um, either way, if it helps you and gives you strategies and you know peace of mind, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
1: And it just it made me think too, because her a couple of her kids have been diagnosed with ADHD um, and with autism as well, and her husband has autism, and so it's just this view of neurodivergence that I think I'm starting to grow in my understanding of, and feel like there's a lot of challenges for people who are neurodivergent because of the way our society is set up. But actually there's also a lot to be celebrated about it. She tells this story about how the receptionist at her psychologist has also got ADHD and said that it's a comedy show because one of the traits of ADHD is time blindness and people have a really hard time turning up for appointments. And so the receptionist said it's just ridiculous even getting people in the door to have their assessment for the ADHD, of course, yeah, and she yeah. also said a lot of artists, writers, writers, creatives, musicians tend to have it yeah. because of the way um, their brains work. It just mm. artists and creatives tend to kind of fall into this pathway, and I just found it really fascinating to hear her story. And also, I just love her books. She's really, really cool. She does a, tells a story about how. She goes – I won't spoil the story other than to say that for one of the books that didn't actually become a book, her publisher decided she shouldn't publish it. Oh,
0: wow. She wanted
1: to – Why? Well, she wanted to write a book about swingers. Okay. So her and her husband, Christian, who's autistic and very, like, direct, went to a swingers party, like a really high-end swingers party for research. And the stories that she tells from that party are – Insane, And there's a boner involved and I'm sure Christian. there would be. I'm sure there'd be many. And it was just – anyway, I won't spoil it. You need to go listen to the episode but it's hilarious. Anyway, she wrote. She did all this research. She made him go to this party. They both came back traumatized. Yeah. And then she wrote this whole book, spending a year real her life writing it and then they wouldn't publish it because they felt like it wasn't appropriate and maybe not good enough. So – Sounds like she should publish it. <laughs> well, I think so. But anyway, it's interesting though because then it led her to write the Good Sister. Yeah, okay, yeah. Which yeah. is I I feel like maybe based more in her own experiences. So, but the other one um, do though, you know. Yeah, well, exactly. Anyway, very fun episode and an interesting one. And I just wanted to share that because I think um, I'm nervous about sharing it. Obviously, because I haven't had a diagnosis. So yeah. Anyway. Do you, have you? How do you cope with my time blindness? I wanted to ask you about that. It's, you know, do your own thing. You know what
0: I mean? It's fine. I know that, like, if we need you ever need to be somewhere, I have to be like, hey, this thing is happening at this time, and you need to do, you know.
1: And you I get really moving. annoyed at you. Yeah, you're about like, it. Well, I know what you're doing. and I'm
0: like, yeah, but do you?
1: <laughs> it's like the party yesterday. You're like, what time it's it start? I'm like, definitely 4.30. And you're like, I'm are like, you sure? Because
0: I said, I heard it was 4. And you're like, no, nah, it's at 4.30. And I'm like, cool. all do right. called you like 10 to
1: 4. You're and like, hey, it's, like...
0: it's at 4. And I'm like, oh, is it? Great. And I'm
1: stuck in traffic and I'm like An And hour I don't away. have the
0: address. Really good stuff. No, it's all right. You know, what, <laughs> anyway. you know what gives me solace though, for real, what mm-hmm. actually helps me genuinely? Yeah. This. <laughs>
1: It's just a photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger's face on a baby.
0: Yeah, it's a good look at it.
1: Oh, it's freaking me out! I can't look at it anymore. It's boring it to my soul. Anyway, so that's Sally Hepworth on taunts and her books, The Good Sister and The Soulmate, which Great. you can purchase now. Christmas presents are coming up. I'm thinking about you. If you have a partner in your life or a friend, I'm thinking that wants about you, Claire. Presents. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. I've about. already
0: bought your Christmas present. It is wrapped. And under the tree.
1: Stop it! That's right. The, the non-existent Christmas tree. That's right. It's already God, there. God, I have to get the tree out again. Get already? That tree out. What is this life and time? It's God, very and then confusing. going to be January
0: again. Ugh.
1: When we go to the beach Yuck. on holidays, what's wrong with that?
0: I don't know. I don't like how the year starts. It's annoying. You should just <laughs> keep going. She just make up new months. And be like it's birth. You jewelry. don't like
1: celebrations and marking time with any milestones. I'm it's all true. about that. I get to wear costumes. It's fun. Mm. You do like
0: um, costumes. All
1: right. Have you got a review for us, Jimmy
0: Jams? No, Claire. I've got a recommendation, though. This oh, is uh yes. This is something our son got given for his birthday. Yes. It's called Transformers Shooting Pinball Battle, right, or Transformers Shooting Pinball Battle. Now, it's not a pinball machine, Claire. Don't be naive. It's not? No. So basically you've got two teams, so it's a little board game, right, and one person picks the Decepticons and one uh, picks the Autobots, and those, Claire, the two different um, – uh, factions in Transformers. There are people in neutral law both sides and there are grey areas and every now and then one will switch side. But generally in Transformers law, dating back to the early days of Cybertron, earlier, it goes even beyond that, there is those two f- factions vying for power. You understand? I do understand. Yeah. So anyway – that's not relevant to the game. But there's two teams, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, you set up your little characters. Uh-huh. So one on this side, one on the other. Uh-huh. And then it's got it's kind of like reverse hungry, hungry hippos. You know how a hungry hippos, you gotta eat the balls. You got a little shooter, and you put all the balls in, and you gotta shoot, and the balls go underneath, and they there's like little ramps, and they flick up and they flick the other person's transformers out. Uh-huh. So you gotta aim it up and then go pew pew and you shoot the little ball. Eh, I like and it how flips you say pew, pew. Yeah, and it's great. Like it's really simple. And there's like barely any strategy to it, and it hardly works. But it's fantastic. It's really fun. Our, our son and me have been playing a lot of that. Just like, and you know, because I think as a game in itself, it's like it's fun. But when you make it like Transformers, it's like it's a whole nother level for him. You know what I mean? And which character do you do you get? Do you get out? Which character? You know, he likes to decide. Like, well, this is this this. Optimus Prime is now shooting and whatever and I'm aiming for this particular character. There's a couple of a couple of criticisms. Here we go.
1: Here we he go. It's
0: very sticker heavy, uh-huh. right? So you've got to put a bunch of stickers on it, including the little pieces that stick out. And the pieces aren't double-sided. So you can't see your own figurines. Like you can't – only the other person can. Not yeah. that that's relevant. I just think it would have been a nice detail, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And the other thing is sometimes they double up. They're like, oh, it's, you've got Starscream and also Starscream but he's a jet. <laughs> It's ridiculous, Claire. You pick one or the other. You know? It's crazy. And then other times it's just like there's Optimus Primal, there's the Gorilla Optimus Prime, yeah. but there's not his alternate form. It doesn't make any sense. And yet there's Megatron and Megatron in tank form. They just they didn't have, there's plenty of transformers. They didn't have to double up. There's only eight aside, Claire, uh-huh. is what I'm saying. I see. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So it's a little sticker-heavy. Uh, but again, it's fun and it's like a if you like. A Hungry Hungry Hippo, something, like, very simple and that. And, you know, it's it's cool. I like it. He loved
1: it. it. I came out this morning after he was eating his breakfast and he was like, Mum, 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 you got to play this game.
0: And the other thing that annoys me about this game, it doesn't pack away properly. So once you click in the handles, you can't put it in You can't get it back in the box because you can't get the handles out and all the bits are loose. Like, there's no, like – Proper Folding down, or to put the bits in, so it doesn't because oh. it comes with like forty tiny little balls and like oh, and like no. sixteen little figurines that you stick out of the top. So you know that's going to present a problem. I've put them in a Ziploc bag, but I just don't know with the long term whether this is viable. I don't know either. Yeah. It's anyway,
1: life's a series of challenges. James. Check out
0: Transformer Shooting Pinball Game. Uh, you can get it from Target or various other websites, etc. You know what I mean? Or you know,
1: Kmart. I don't know where do you buy things. Who knows? I didn't buy it. The buying things. Babies. You know what I mean? Babies. babies. Oh, you did it together. I can, make an, I can make a whole song for my album of just these babies,
0: babies, babies. babies. Oh, have you done an album?
1: I have. I know you're oh, you? It's the
0: first I'm hearing
1: of it. <laughs> I am just a ball of shameless self-promotion, aren't I? And I am standing for it. Women for too long have been ashamed. That's right. To be self-promoting. And I am here to say I will promote myself every to goddamn to minute. Suck
0: up all the oxygen in the room. <laughs> Hey, Claire. With
1: joy. Yes.
0: Do you know what I love? Reviews? Yeah. Oh. This is from Jesse Adams. Yum, and yum. you can do it in app, any app that you want. Yum, yum. Whatever you're listening to this on, except for BigSandwich.co, which is our private subscription service. So I don't think that's got, a, that's got a rating system, but everything else does. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you through Apple. You do it through Podcatcher. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Spotify. So This says, lovely podcast, five stars. A lovely podcast where a married couple suggests things to read, watch, or listen to. Come for the bing bongs, stay for the discussion. No tram drivers are harmed during the making of this podcast. Yes. Which is probably true that we know. Except for no, little James. Little James is not a tram driver. I stepped
1: on his toe before. What? I, I thought you guys were having a good time. No, no, no. That's for later. Oh, I
0: don't that's like That's off this. pod. You know he's not like me. He's got like rat DNA. He's oh, like no, odd. Oh, yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I take it back. I take it all back. It's too late. No. Expecting... This is part of my problem. Oh, he's Very putting on impulsive. a little blazer. Oh, he's getting ready for his big date. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Is he wearing a little cummerbund? you have to look
0: under the table. Why, you don't tell Why are
1: you wearing a cummerbund, little James? This is very inappropriate, mm. and I don't like bow ties.
0: Well, you said it. <sighs> you've, you've, you're going to break his little heart.
1: I've done the thing I usually do, where I make a decision before I've thought it through.
0: I hope he, I hope his heart breaks and he dies. I don't like him. Oh, Anyways, what? go on, Claire. That mean. Let's read a letter. All right.
1: So I don't know if you remember this, but last week I went on a big rant about my mind spider. Oh,
0: do I remember that that ten minute interval that you did? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. Anyway, you can write into the show just like Taylor Edgar has. Dear Claire, Ooh. I know your old boot of a husband was giving you a hard time about the little spider who's no, lives in I your was, brain. No, I was just
0: wanted to know the specifics of it.
1: But I wanted to let you know that you're not completely alone. <laughs> I don't have a spider, but I know the feeling. Like, you know, the information is in your brain somewhere, but I'm having a hard time accessing it. I'm a big sci-fi fan and although it's kind of an overused simile, I like to think of my body like a spaceship and my consciousness is just an astronaut doing his best rocketing through the stars. Oh, I like
0: that metaphor. Every
1: spaceman needs a sidekick, so I have my own co-pilot and helper alien like Chewbacca. I grew up on the beach in Florida and have always loved crabs, so I picture a crab-like alien about the size of my childhood dog, a golden retriever, who makes repairs and handles the information and ideas that my daily brain doesn't need at the moment. Like your spider, my alien scuttles about and puts ideas together that I have lodged away somewhere in my brain and makes new machines with them to help me on my journey. I named him Rocky. So good to hear someone thinks along similar lines to describing how our weird little human brains work. Love the pod. Thanks for all the great content. Sincerely, Taylor and Rocky from Virginia. P.S. I know you have a lot going on, but you should read Project Hail Mary if you get time. It's great. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm, I bought
0: it. What do you think because of that metaphor? That I loved metaphor. it. I actually, yeah, you love Taylor,
1: it? I love this so much. Cool. I'm
0: glad you like it. It's pretty good.
1: I think it's amazing. I agree. I'm I all also for it. I feel really glad that I'm not the only one.
0: Yeah, that's right. You and Taylor share a common bond, and this isn't some elaborate in joke that you don't understand. Oh,
1: is it? Oh, no. <laughs> is it? Oh, no. This because I don't listen to The Wheel of Night. What's the elaborate in joke?
0: Nothing. Let, let's just say.
1: Explain it to me. Let's just say yeah. it'll
0: all come clear. If you make good on certain promises. What? That's all I'm gonna say.
1: I don't understand. You can't understand. This is not (laughs) fair. Me and my brain spider are feeling attacked.
0: It's nothing to do with something that you already know. What? You cannot, there's nothing in your brain that you can like, that you can like puzzle this out.
1: That I already know.
0: Yeah.
1: What? About.
0: Just read the book, Claire. Anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Oh,
1: uh, Taylor. Well, thank you, Taylor, for A, making me feel less alone, and then B, to ripping my heart out and stomping on it.
0: Yeah. Because
1: obviously, there's an in joke I don't understand. I've missed so many things. I miss a lot of things in life.
0: Well, that's life. You know, you can't you can't capture everything.
1: I guess I'm alone out here in my uniqueness. True. It's right, a lonely let, life.
0: Yeah, it's true. You are anyway, alone. Anyway,
1: thank you, Rockling, as always, for editing this week's episode. It? I don't know. How does he do it? I don't know. Probably Is a computer. Probably, nah. He's an excellent human. Oh,
0: you think he's doing it real to real?
1: I have to go and break it to little James that I've decided I no longer want to make the choice that I decided.
0: Just don't tell him and we'll lock the dog door. He won't be able to get <laughs> in. It's fine.
1: Where does he live? He lives under the table.
0: I don't know. He's just there. I don't know.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Poor guy.
1: I just saw him walking don't worry with his about shoulders it.
0: Th- he's bad slumped. news, Claire. Stop talking to him. Don't encourage him. It's rude and mean.
1: just saw him walking away. He looks so sad
0: now. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.